Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hi, friends. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be with your host, Connie Albers. I hope as you've listened to this podcast that you have taken away some nuggets of truth and practical advice and tips that help you build a stronger family, that help you live the life that God has called you to fill and and really run the race uh, with excellence. For the last few weeks, my life has been absolutely chaotic. Has yours? Do you find that this particular season to be a little more challenging? Maybe some unexpected events have happened in your life and you keep trying to be thankful and grateful and, and you get through one obstacle or trial and you get slammed with another, or or maybe before you even come out of one, another one has come your way. Well, honestly, friends, that has been the last couple of weeks for me. And I had some friends who actually called me and they were giving me some recommendations for the podcast, which I always love. I love um, my conversations with you, the listener, and I love when you send feedback of what is speaking to you, what's resonating to you. I know I often say this, but I, I think it bears repeating. We at Equipped to Be are here to encourage you in your walk, in your journey, to grab you, to kind of like lock arms with you, to sometimes be that person that stands behind you, gives you an extra nudge and push, a gentle push, of course. Maybe we're the ones that are saying, hey, uh, we've experienced some of these things before. These are the lessons that we've learned this is how God got us through. Um, and you know, more importantly, that you feel a sense of being led back to the Lord, that He is your source, your strength, your provider, and He uses people. He uses people. He uses podcasts and, and blogs and books that people have written. And he uses them to help us in our journey, to maybe give us a nugget here or there, a little sage piece of advice to, to think about, chew on, ponder maybe, maybe to kind of help us get out of a, a slump that we're in, or maybe if we're stuck, give a little step to take one step up out of the muck and mire that sometimes can be life. And so today's podcast, I'm just going to share a couple of things that have gone on because oftentimes, as you know, my children are are all grown. I'm a mother of five, three are married, and we have two grandbabies. And people would often say, oh, man, it must be so easy now that your kids are all grown and they're living out of the house. And in some ways, it is. But in more ways, it isn't. Because when the children were all in my home, underfoot, under one roof, and we were very closely doing life together. 
it was easier to lock arms. It was easier to see when one of our kids was struggling versus when your kids move out. And also you have other things to contend with and that's a real delicate balance of where do you enter in and where do you step back? Well, you may not always be able to enter into a hard place that your kids are going through, whether they're young teenagers uh, or whether adults, but you can always get on your knees in prayer. And I'm going to share the story with um, a mama. She gave me her permission. She was just talking about, you need to talk about how God answers our prayers for the protection of our children. Now, as many of you know, I have a, a child who is a risk taker. I mean, from day one, it was didn't want to miss out on anything, wanted to live life to the fullest. Do you have someone like that? They're not cautious. They throw caution to the wind. That is not the life they want to live. They want to be adventurous and thrill seekers. And frankly, those are wonderful attributes. When they're fully adults and, and they're not putting themselves in harm's way, they're actually thinking about the risk before just you know jumping into something that could be quite dangerous. But this mama was just talking about for years, her child has always been a risk taker. And this is for those of you that have children that they are risk takers. And she was telling me of a story of how her son uh, was recently out on the road, you know, because when those kids get the driver's license, uh, that's a whole nother level of reasons to pray, isn't it? And so she was just sharing how her son was out with a friend and, and they were riding and uh, this friend had taken off just a little faster than her son had taken off. And basically the friend, not her son, had hit a car and was in really bad shape. And her son was there, but nobody knew who it was other than the news reports of it and what it caused and how it brought her to that place of holding her breath praying that it wasn't him, praying that he was safe, praying that he was alive. Have you ever had a child where you've been praying? Maybe you've had a close encounter where it takes your breath away. You don't know if your child may or may not do something that, whether it intentional or foolish or accidental, doesn't cause hurt or harm to their life, whether it's permanent or it's you know temporary. Depending on the age of my listeners, depending on where the ages of your children and really depending on the temperament of your children, you can identify with this. When, as she was telling me this, I vividly remembered a situation with one of my kids and I was horrified. There's just nothing that'll get a mama's heart and drive a mama to her knees faster than something happening to her child. And thankfully, I'll, I'll just tell you, thankfully, that child was fine. But those situations change us. They remind us that we aren't in control, that it's really God. You know, God is in control. God knows the days that he has for our children. God knows the plans he has for them. And as parents, it's our job to be praying fervently pray for their protection. My friend over at Million Praying Moms, Brooke McLaughlin, I, I've had her on the show before. 
you know, she often talks about praying. That's the the most effective thing a, a parent can do is pray for your children. And I, I agree. It's extremely effective. And in fact, if you don't pray for your children on a consistent basis, not just when they're acting up and acting out, but if you're not praying for your children on a continued basis, a couple of things are happening. One, you're missing a deep communion with the Lord that comes when you enter the throne of God and you are praying and you're praying specifically about a child that God gave you to teach and train in the way he should go. And that communion that you have and that trust that you're now placing on the Lord so that you don't have to spend all your days fretting and worrying. And I'm not saying you don't fret or worry because you do as a mom, as a dad, but you know that God has that child. That's the first thing. And the other thing is the testimony of being able to tell that child, hey, I am praying for you. And the faith that you're growing in that child, that, hey, mom and dad, they're praying for me. They're not just, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that because you might fall. You might do this. You might get in an accident. Yeah, we want to do that because we want to keep our children safe, right? I mean, I did. I didn't want to spend hours in the you know emergency room. I didn't want to have to tote around a child in a cast. I didn't want to have to bury a child. But you know something that's interesting? When we are committed to praying for our children, it draws us closer to the Lord and it gives us an opportunity to show our children, model for them that we need to be in prayer about all things, everything, constant, continual. And well, there's another situation. I told you the last couple of weeks of my life, out of the last couple of weeks, we spent five days in a hospital for two different scenarios. One was the birth of my newest grandbaby, but that didn't come without some fanfare, or I would say drama. We tend to think, don't we, that we can make our plans and everything's going to go according to our plan. We've researched it. We've gathered our thoughts. We've kind of put all the best practices into place, but then it doesn't always go as we planned. Then what do we do? Well, That's sort of the nature of life. God says the mind of man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his heart. So we're going to plan. Our kids are are going to do things. And we think we're going to have these plans, even for having a baby or how we're going to feed a baby or how we're going to care for a child and what kind of parent we're going to be. We have thought through that. And I know you have. Uh, The listeners at Equip to Be, you're you're smart, you're caring, you're compassionate, you're desperately wanting to do the right thing by your children. You're wanting to raise children who love the Lord, who don't just have kids that know there is a God, but loves the Lord and wants a relationship with them. Parenting can be so murky, can be so foggy at times, because you're not quite sure where you're going to go and what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And so these 10 days that I have been in the hospital, like I said, uh, one was dealing with the the birth and trying to support, you know, all the family uh, were there to support and encourage my daughter and, and her son and my son-in-law and, you know, just praying for that sweet little baby to make it into the world safely without a lot of complications or any complications. We prayed that. We prayed specifically for that. We prayed while we were sitting in the waiting room collectively for that. We asked the Lord specifically 
protect uh, my daughter, protect little baby, give daddy to be a great word to support his wife as she's going through labor. And same with my friend who a friend called her to say, hey, I saw this accident. Do you know where your son is? You know, that's a heart stopping moment, isn't it? And then more recently, I have been in the hospital with another family member and I went to the lobby area. I just needed to, a break. There was a lot of communication happening and my mama bear heart wanted to speak up and speak out. And I had to know when when I needed to interject and, and when I needed to be quiet and listen and how to navigate that. But I was going to the this waiting area, and I'm just going to do a shout out here just because I was so moved by the Ronald McDonald House. And I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they are an organization. I have a friend who serves on the board for the Ronald McDonald House, and I've always known that they provide housing and stuff, but they just had a little reception area with coffee and some snacks for those that are looking after the patients. You know, they're sitting in the hospital room while the patient is undergoing whatever treatment or something. I was sitting in there and this mom came up to me because, you know, nothing like a waiting room where you're all like focused on the same thing, the getting well of a of your child. In this case, it was a child or of your loved one. And she was letting me know that they were going to have an activity the next day if we were still going to be at the hospital and she'd love to have us come. And so we struck up a conversation. And I didn't know her. I didn't know anything about her story. It was just, a, you know, another mom in the waiting room of a hospital praying for her child. Just like when I opened this with a friend, a listener who had shared about her son and and watching her son's friend get in an accident. And he's witnessing it all. In, in many ways, his own life flashes before him. Could have been me. Um, so she proceeded to talk to me about her child and what was happening be, as a result of her situation with this child being in the hospital and uh, certain organs were dying. And the little child was just 16 months old. And I sat and I listened to her story. Friends, have you ever just sat and ask somebody to tell you a hard part of their story. Life is busy. And as I was listening to her, I couldn't, I couldn't take it all in. I had my own cares. I had gone through a lot this last couple of weeks with several accidents. I mean, several accidents. And I was like, Lord, Lord I just can't, I just can't take on anybody else's hard time. I can't, I just can't, I don't have words. And we were sitting there over a cup of coffee, thanks to the generosity of the folks at the Ronald McDonald Corporation. And, and I just asked her to tell me her story. Obviously, it put what I was walking through in that moment, it put it into, you know, on a perspective of one to 10, it was a zero compared to what she was going through. Now, that didn't mean that what we were going through really was a zero. It was real. But hers was a very different struggle. And I just sat there and listened to her. I never told her about my story, why we were there. I just asked her questions. How are you? I'm so sorry. What can you do? How is the family handling all of this? What will be next? And like I've done with so many others, after I've listened to their story, 
I bring them back to what we started with, and that was prayer. And I said, can I pray with you? Can I pray over you? And here we are in in this hospital waiting room that was very, very large. And I'm just praying for her. I didn't know the patient's name. I didn't know her other children's names or what was what their fate would be. But as she said, well, I know, I know my child's days are numbered. And with that, tears started to fall. And I was sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I've thought that. I've been in that place before. And then I was reminded of something. As we're coming into the, the holiday season, we've, if in America, we've celebrated um, the Thanksgiving and being thankful and grateful and for our families and our, what God has given us and done for us. And some of you might be struggling with that, with being grateful or thankful, because you don't see what's coming as a result. We don't know what's around the corner. And we're coming into the last month of the year, and it's maybe it's been a, a wonderful year, but maybe it's been a really hard year. Maybe you've got calluses on your knees because you've prayed so much. You've cried out to the Lord. You've asked for help. You've asked for intervention. You've asked for a reprieve. Friends, I've asked for a reprieve. God, could could I just catch a break? Could could I just like have a a, a time? I don't want to run away. I just need a breather. Maybe that's you. And maybe that's not in your, your future right now. Maybe you just have to get up and do the next thing right away today. Or whenever you're listening to this. God knows that too. And just as this mother and I were talking and she was crying about the unknowns and the mama who had shared with me about her son, the unknowns. And when my daughter was in the hospital laboring to have her baby, there were so many unknowns. There's so many things that could could be worse or could go wrong or could have long-lasting impacts. I know all of you have experienced all of this at some point, haven't you? Because these are common to life. They're, They're common to parenting. They're common to walking with the Lord. But I'm going to challenge you. When somebody is is in a, a season, if, if you're not in that season, if you are in this season, if you're in a season of trials and, and, and hard times, if you're in a season of plenty, either way, I want you to ask the Lord to help you be available, to give you some margin to be able to enter into somebody else's hard place. I want you to see the incredible importance of praying with your children, praying for your children, and going before the Lord and asking, making all your requests known to Him because He cares for you. And He cares for your children. And He wants what is best for them. And sometimes what's best for them is some really hard lessons. And those are never fun as a parent, are they? To see your kids go through those. But we want our kids to grow in their faith. We want our kids to be strong. We want our kids to see God was actually looking out for them. Yes, this happened, but God is still there. I don't know your story, but I'm so grateful when you do reach out to us with a prayer request 
Several of you have, have shared recent stories of struggle. Some of you have actually shared some, you're on the other side, you've come out, you're, you're no longer in the struggle, but you share what you learned through it and how much stronger it made you. And I recently told someone that you never really know how strong you are until you're stretched beyond that which you think you can do. And then you turn around and you look back and you marvel and you say, Lord, because of you, I was able to get through that. I am now stronger. I am now wiser. I am now a bit more discerning. I'm also braver. And I have more confidence that whatever comes next, I'll be able to weather that storm as well. But as I started this off with praying for your children and talking about the accident and this mama and how she really wanted you to know the power of praying for your kids. And you may think not much of it until something happens and you realize, oh, but God, it could have been much worse. But God, it could have been this. So like I said, if you have a risk taker, you tend to be on your knees a lot more than when you have children that are rather compliant or communicative and kind of know where they are. That doesn't mean you fully know where they are. And it absolutely does not mean they don't need your prayers. So as we close out this year, and we have a few more, you're busy with all the holiday festivities, celebrating Christmas, candlelight processionals, Hanukkah, all the things that you're doing. The next few weeks, I want you to make a practice of praying specifically for protection over your kids, praying for discernment to parent your children, praying for your, if you have, a, if you have adult children like I do, praying for your adult children to be able to have the confidence, to be able to rely on you, to look to others, to lean on the community that God's given them, or to bring them a community that they so desperately need. Because, and honestly, y'all, we are designed for community, first with God and then with others. And just as this mama had wanted to share with me the incredible holding your breath moment of, is my child okay? To, whew, my child is okay. Then to, oh my goodness, it could have been disastrous. We want to be that kind of friend that our friends want to call. They want to share because they know we care about them and they're, what they're walking through. So friends, make a note to do that. Share with us. You can always reach us at contact at ConnieOpers.com. Make a habit and, and let us know how we can be praying for you. Maybe some of the trials you're going through. And maybe some of the victories that you recently experienced, those are always wonderful to hear because we're here for you. And if there's any topics you want us to cover as we are preparing for the 2023 calendar, I have been bathing this in prayer. It's, it's a lot on my heart and mind in light of everything that's gone on uh, in the last bit of time here in the Albers home and the extended family, just asking the Lord, God, make our time profitable and useful so that it benefit and blesses you. The tips may be sage advice and counsel from having weathered multiple storms and maybe we can help you. 
as you're walking through your storms and tests and trials and the hopes and the joys and the successes that have come along the way as well. Thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for being so faithful to tell your friends about Equipped to Be. Make sure you find us over at social media. We'll have, uh, go to the website, ConnieAlpers.com. We'll have all the episodes of Equipped to Be. You can find Equipped to Be on Amazon Music. You can find us on Spotify, Apple. You can find us where all the podcasts are played. And make sure you leave a review. It's really important in podcast ranking. We'd love to hear that. We'd love to see that. If you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, invite them to tune in. We'd be so grateful that you do that because we're here for you and you have a blessed day and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.